let's talk about the next 30 minutes because it could be a fun close today. We've seen action from bears and a response by bulls pushing stocks back towards highs of the day. Almost positive there, but couldn't quite pull it off. Joining us, Phil Striebel is the chief market strategist at Blue Line Futures. Phil, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Just over that two-minute break, uh, the NASDAQ fell three-tenths of a percent. So, I saw that. We no, dipped I mean, a little down again. You jinxed it. You said we were going to go unchanged. We were 1% away. <laughs> so. Yeah. We got ahead of it there. We still got some time. Thing is though, uh, Bitcoin's still down 7%. So my gauge of risk tolerance tells us we may not get too far. What do you think? Oh, I gotta tell you on Bit on Bitcoin, you know, there were so many people that quit their jobs. They were like waitresses and people that made millions on his Bitcoin. They're all trying to get their jobs back now. That's what I heard. Uh, that's kind of what Powell wants to do, right? That's, that's what's going on. So the reality is, is that real wealth is contracting right now and financial conditions have really deteriorated. And as long as the Fed continues on this tightening path, you're gonna see less liquidity. Look at your bank account, you know, people, their personal savings, they're back at the lowest that they've been. There's not really much growth out there. A lot of businesses are, you know, laying off, pulling back some of those jobs, especially in cryptocurrency, in real estate and in tech. Those are the areas where um, you're seeing a contraction on jobs and then corporate profits, they're gonna continue to deteriorate. You've seen, you know, multiple companies come out with, with multiple slashes where they're taking down their revenue growth and their expectations. So it is really tightening where we're at right now. And uh, even with uh, crude oil continuing to slide, it seems like uh, the bond market still is expecting a good number of hikes the next three, four months. Uh, do you think any of this commodity price action lower is a good thing for bulls, Phil? It, I, it, it could be, in the, in the end it could be, because so when you get, you look at, start looking at like cross asset correlations and you go to oil, when oil goes up, inflation expectations rise, yields rise and the dollar rises with it. Now you get something like today where you get the opposite action. Oil prices pull back, then you look over and you'll say inflation expectations are coming down. When you see oil break, you know, three, four dollars like what did, did today, the next thing you need to do is go and look at yields. Yields are gonna come down. If they haven't made that move yet, you're either gonna, you're gonna wanna buy treasuries. Don't buy them right here because they're at the top end of the range the dollar index will come down on that. As yields come down, dollar comes down. All these things are correlated and we're going into this deflationary type recession environment and that particular environment carries the highest level of volatility in your portfolio. Hence the NASDAQ's daily range is 400 points right now. Okay, so uh, generally uh, as the pressure has maintained uh, and we've seen uh, risk assets uh, uh, struggling to bounce even when the dollar's down and bonds are firm. That's what seems pretty notable the last week and a half or so because those uh, uptrends in the dollar and yield have slowed. It hasn't quite uh, spurred a, a big rally though. Does that mean this is a market getting ready for uh, economic downside, more like a recession type sell-off? And if so, how does that differ from an inflation purely sell-off? Yeah, 110%. And I can tell you, if you go to Google Trends and you look at the two keywords, inflation and recession, they just crossed over this week. So people are really concerned. Even when they hear those headlines recession, they start hunkering down. They start thinking about, hey, we don't really need these extra things. You know, you look at cocoa futures, 
they're right on the lows. When when we're not in a recession, we're in the reflation trade, Bitcoin's at 60 grand, I'm going to Dairy Queen every single day. We start going into recession, things are tightening up, dollars going up, British pound, euro currency selling off, everyone's tightening up, nobody's going and get going to Dairy Queen. Moco <laughs> futures on the low. <laughs> I like that. Hey, Phil, uh, I, I'd be remiss not to circle back to Bitcoin. I could have sworn I heard you talk to another anchor on a, a separate news station we don't have to discuss. I don't even remember what it was. But you said that you think it's basically a zero. And they had no follow-up. Come on. On my show, you, we got to get the details. I say that, okay, I do think it's going to go lower. Unfortunately, I this sounds so terrible. I think criminal enterprises that use this product to do different malicious things will keep it afloat at some degree of level, 5,000, sure. I don't know what it is. Let me ask you, how many things have you bought specifically with Bitcoin? You buy it, you sell it as an asset class, but who's really using this thing? Those are the people, <laughs> Not the people me. that are gonna keep this thing afloat. Right, well, uh, the, the case I like to think about is, uh, let's say you have, let's say you have a, a, a Christian missionary in China where they're not allowed to be, right? And they're trying to get money in and out. Uh, there's a potential, right, that this thing can provide some utility, but the question is how many are using it and how much more than a dollar and so it sounds like your view is that it shouldn't be worth too much more than a dollar. I just don't think, I, I just kind of lost hope on it. The, now look, when the Fed is done on this tightening cycle and inflation comes down and all the asset classes are severely beaten up, right? That is when you're gonna want to. Because what I think will happen is, is if they beat inflation, which I think they will by November, by these the, these primaries and things like that, by the election, they could come out, they could declare victory. We got oil back down, we got inflation back down. Now we gotta stimulate the economy. Let's go with an infrastructure bill. Well, they're gonna cut, probably cut rates. They'll start throwing money around again. Buy your Bitcoin, buy copper, buy everything else, start going back on a reflation trade. I mean, it's a hope and a dream that I have. You know, I don't think we're going back up to all time highs, but that's when they pivot to dovish or they take a pause. They take a pause, start looking at things. Maybe buy call options, they pivot dovish, go long. Okay, it's and that's kind of where we're at because they're uh, now pricing in cuts, but they haven't changed the hike. So do you buy that stuff just now if they're not actually cutting the the hikes out of the equation because we're still going to do the hikes. We got to get through those. Yeah, you don't buy that. Look, you want to be short equities on every major bounce. You you don't go long leveraged long assets into a recession. That doesn't work at all. Okay. So short the Nasdaq, short the Russell, short Bitcoin. Bitcoin gets twenty two, twenty three thousand. Short it. Uh, short things that are like very. Uh, like I said, cocoa, things that are dependent on the economy. You want to be buying the dollar on corrections. You want to also be shorting the euro currency, shorting the end. The only stock market you should be long right now is China because China is actually stimulating. And I think they're smart. They're Fair. letting everyone else battle the inflation. All the other countries are battling inflation. Once that comes down, then they'll start getting hawkish. They are really thinking about this thing. <laughs> All right, we got to run good to catch up, Phil. Appreciate the thoughts. Thank you. All right, Phil Striebel, Chief Market Strategist of Blue Line Futures.